Hey guys, what's up? I'm Yarel Ramos. And I'm Jessica Molina. We all have those weight hold up moments in life. Those times where our perspective shifts and our hustle changes as a result. Each week, tune in as we chat with a new guest who's on their grind and learn the pivotal moments that shape their journey. And when we're not chatting with a guest, Jess and I will dig into the latest weight hold up moments happening in politics and pop culture. You're listening to Weight Hold, hold Up. up. listeners how's it going Jess I'm so good I'm so happy to be back I recently returned everyone from New York I had a family emergency and I was there for two weeks but I just am soaking up the sun the sun I was telling Adele is like very healing for my soul so I'm so happy to be out of snow and chilly and back in the good vibes of LA back in like it's the weather sometimes sets the mood right for like the what how you feel, what you do. I think it's been happening to me so much when I'm like, I just want to be outside. Yeah, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. the rays of the sun. So today I am super stoked because we're going to be talking a lot about, uh, you know, we love to talk about womanhood and we love to talk about feminism and we love to talk about tapping into our intuitive sense. Uh, but today we have a very special guest and we're going to dive into the conversation of uh, how we are feeling all these energies collectively right now. And as women, how can we tap into that higher vibration that's already in us to really make shit happen for ourselves? Uh, our guest today is Anabel Vizcarra. She's a womb shaman and body wisdom educator. Uh, she helps women tap into their unique magnetic power and reveal their radiance through embodiment of womb consciousness. Every woman can activate the wisdom in their body and unlock their co-creative powers to turn every challenge into gold, which is something that I absolutely loved. In her yes. bio, Annabelle, welcome. Hi, <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh my happy gosh. Happy to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. I feel like the first question that I know I have is <laughs> what exactly is a womb shaman? Right out the gate. <laughs> I know, like, I love that bio but explain yeah, yeah explain yeah so womb shamanism is something that's been around for ages um, actually one of the first uh, graves of a shaman it was found uh, 12,000 years ago and it was a woman so she was buried with all of her tools so what it is is just it's a study of this lineage that was a mother-based society where the women were the healers and the women were the oracles so it was kind of we would um we through the access of our bodies we would bring the wisdom to the villages the healing all of that stuff so that's what a womb shaman is is just tapping into your body really mm-hmm. to your to your to the portal of our wombs so how did you become a womb shaman so i did a, a six-year apprenticeship with womb shamans that are actually in north carolina Saren and Ozra bertrand were my teachers and uh, what we do there is awesome stuff we do a lot of shadow work diving into the underworld a lot of archetypal work uh, but really is just diving into all of our um, challenges all of our traumas all of that and learning how to work with that and use that energy to allow whatever we want to create in the world so how to harness the power of our bodies mm-hmm. into creating what we really love or what we really want to see in the world wow 
that's, that's so it's like abuelita knowledge really yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly so what the it extreme is. although i feel like my abuela was never so open in terms of talking about the feminine energy and yeah. our power she had nine yes. kids and she was but she never i don't think that in that she would have thought of like this is the giver of life this is what's empowering mm. me to make decisions in that sort of enlightened way well and that's kind of the thing that we've been disconnected from that knowing because through the through separating us from that wisdom was how the patriarchy kind of came mm. about and said you know what if we separate them and they don't know who they are or their power then we can kind of take control and that's why they're so afraid of women in any sort of power uh place or uh situation right you know? this is why we can't be priests this is why all of those things were put in place but actually we are priestesses by our birthright mm -hmm. it's just coming back to that remembrance and tapping into that and even like you're saying about your uh our abuelas didn't know that right but they did they had a cure for everything yeah, i remember you know it was like always like oh it, uh Tea for this, a tea for that. Rub a penny on your eye. Yeah. Like, you know, just That's actually true. That's or even actually, during yeah. the eclipses, right, for pregnant women. So the knowledge is still there. It's just we've got to get out of our minds and connect into that. So for women of the modern era, right, we actually, our, our last episode was about dealing with questions about when are you going to have kids and when are you going to get married and those the questions yeah <laughs> those questions but I think that and and part of what we were talking about is the fact that we're doing things on our own time and what I'm sensing from like being a womb shaman and really to have helping women to harness that power there's also stuff that we don't even understand about how we can tap into our full potential that we think that we're tapping into our potential by owning our lives on our own terms but we're still maybe missing something yeah what are yeah. we missing absolutely you know what and that's an amazing subject i love to talk about this because the thing is that we are creative beings simply because we are creative beings so birthing is only one of the things birthing babies is only one of the skills that we have as women but we can actually birth any creative project into being and by being connected with our reproductive system in this way you can actually take the intentions of projects and work and whatever it is that you want to create in the world, seated, gestated in your womb space and manifest it into the world, birth it into the world. So a lot of women, what I'm seeing now is that, um, you know, first of all, the whole when are you going to have babies? That's such a cultural, uh, patriarchal mm -hmm. sort of way of like keeping us at home and keeping us, you know, in, in, in our box, right? right? And although I am a mother and I do love that, and of course, being a mother is a blessing as well, there is, there is, um, a, a, there is a, a shift in the paradigm that is happening right now where not I saw myself as having five children because I love kids, you know, but what I've come to realize is that, that it wasn't actually birthing children, it was becoming a mother to the planet. And that was my longing to really mother a project into the world. So that's what I'm here to birth. So not all births are going to be human babies, which is really good. Yeah. You know, that's but so liberating. That's, right. Yeah. And, and, and like, it's just uh -huh. understanding that like that's <laughs> your power. You have the power to do that. You have the power of your reproductive system when we are in tune with the cycles of it. And and also because you could also 
uh, birth a lot of negative things when you have a lot oh, of negative yeah. negative energies being there or be blocked. And so you can't have this creative muse mm -hmm. really embody your your body. And when we and when you're saying to uh, nourish this part of ourselves, our reproductive system, our womb, like yes, are there steps? Like, is there a to do list that I could yeah. you know <laughs> like <laughs> for real? Yeah, so modern woman. Of I know, you right? Like, to can, we, can you tell me a book? I know. <laughs> what do I do? As soon as she said that, I'm like, because I, she's I'm, 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 writing. I'm in that phase. I know I've got my like notepad out here, <laughs> but I'm in that phase. And actually, before we had we started this interview, Yarel and I did a brainstorming session for the podcast and ways we want to grow it. So there's, you know, there's birthing happening as Absolutely. we speak. Yeah. or incubation I don't know what stage we're in yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well you know and there's always like that and that's a big part of like what's happening right now is we're bringing back these woman terms as well which is conception gestating birthing um you know nourishing all all of these things and all of our projects need that as well they need to be breastfed as well you mm. know like that's mm. what comes after birthing it so when two women come together you know and and do that like not only are your actual like your mind's engaged but also the greater mind of your wombs so your wombs and if you spend enough time around other women i don't know if you know this or not you but are, your are your menstruation cycle. yeah it sinks it sinks into it and that's because in ancient times uh, we were in tribes and all the women would menstruate at the same time and they'd go into these tents and all of these things you know to dream up and because our dreams wow. are also very active and very foretelling mm -hmm. when we honor it so how do you do that mm -hmm. first of all like one of the things is because we're in such a fast society mm -hmm. is slowing down and that's not popular nobody likes to hear that everybody wants right. to be like no but tell me what can i take or you yeah. know do but really slowing down because that's what brings you to hear yourself, to learn to listen to yourself and your body, um, because we don't give that time. We're all, we're, we have a very productive way of life where we need to be more of an efficient Yeah, where we want more life. hours in the day. Like, it's like, it's not enough. So we are trying to squeeze as much as we can and we don't slow down so yeah. slowing down is important slowing down and by slowing down I don't mean like okay just sit there and do nothing although that is needed sometimes but it's more like take time for yourself like go out for a walk in nature take a yoga class where you actually are not just focused on the teacher what they're telling you but you're focused on your breath you know you're you're living because our, our bodies are our homes yet we don't live in them most of the time. Mm. I mean, really, most of the time when we think about our menstruation is really because we're cramping right. or it's an inconvenience. That's when we're like, oh, man, you know, but but when you're really in in tune with it, like cycling uh, with it, you know, when when it's the best time in the month for me to put out this project, when is the best time for us to sit together and womb storm about what we want to create. So it is really powerful to come into those cycles right and to slow down also when we're going when our cycle is when we're, we're coming, menstruating yes. yes that's the 
So, so you want the days that you are bleeding should be your slowest days, mm. you know, and a lot, like I hear a lot of people who work out and do all these extreme things and, you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah I know one, I know one sitting uh, right, right in front of me, but it is important like those days to just take it slow, mm. you know, just nourish yourself, give yourself what you need. And that's why a lot of times PMS, that's just a side effect of you not paying attention. Right. So the body will start to, you know, knock and be like, hey, you're not. Hi. Yeah. Hi, I'm here, I'm here and I'm not going away. So, yes, that's OK. So slowing down, slowing down. What would you say is maybe the next step after that? So one of the one of the big things is um, I don't know. One of the big things that affects our cycles is birth control. So birth control numbs you. So your cycle is not the same as if you weren't on it. So the hormones, you know, it, it kind of messes up, messes with your whole system. So if you are not on birth control, it would be a lot easier for you to tap into these cycles. Uh, if you are on birth control, well, I do have to say, please get off of it. <laughs> um, but I understand that that's not always, you know, the, the, the way possible. to go mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or possible. Um, but that's one. So one of the ways is like just making sure that you slow down when you're bleeding. You know, you do that. And then also um, another way is uh, just to have to have self-care time. Mm -hmm. So it is honoring like learning to honor what comes up for you. So a lot of times we bypass feelings. We bypass things that come up. Like if we're in a work situation and you have like a gut feeling of something and you overrule it because it doesn't make sense. So just start paying more attention to the things that come up that don't make sense that you often just cast aside. Mm -hmm. um, so journaling is a great way of doing it as well. Uh, so I would say, you know, slow down and just pay attention to your thoughts. Um, and then in journaling is a, is a big, powerful way. Also, um, at night before you go to bed, just check in with your body. And that's super easy. All you have to do is sit on your bed, take a few deep breaths, and then just check in. Like, how is your body feeling? Is it still excited from the day? Is it stressed out? Whatever it is. And just take five minutes before you go to sleep to wind down. Mm -hmm. That's interesting that you say that because I was actually listening to a podcast um, yesterday and it was all about learning how to listen to yourself. And I find that I struggle with that. I struggle with slowing down. But it, the whole thing was that if you don't know the story of your life, you're going to end up be reading off of someone else's script. And how can could easily we fall into that pattern of living the life that someone else has planned for us or a life that we think we should be living compared to those around us. So it's, although the ideas in theory are simple, they are so hard for us. Like, Absolutely. because all of these are really about take time, connect with yourself, um, be present, take care of yourself. And, and you would think like, girl, obvi, oh, yeah, but it's yeah. like, we don't do it. Right. Yeah. And that's because we are primed all the time to keep moving, to keep going, to get on to the next task, you know, to be productive. So we don't honor these areas that are more yin and, you know, in the, you know, yin and yang, yeah. right? So we're, or yang, sorry, I don't know how to say it, but that's the, that's, 
that's the one that's always doing doing very masculine uh base mm. to where our feminine is very non-linear it's very soft gentle and so it's really difficult for someone who's always in their young you know to to say oh let me just you know slow down and be gentle because there's also like this guilt voice that's like you're not doing enough you could yeah. be you could be working on this oh my gosh you're so lazy you know and all of this stuff so yes it, it is in in it sounds like simple things but to actually do them is not yeah, that so it's hard. Not, yeah it just requires a practice. practice it's like meditation you know the first time you sit down and meditate all these thoughts you know but if you continue to do it no matter what it becomes easier and you begin to see the benefits of it Absolutely. in your everyday life and right now when you and when you say you know when you say this air this very powerful part of ourselves is able to birth and you know give life I mean because we make life out of our you know it's like this is yeah. creating life and when you say you you have that power in you to create projects to harness things that you want in your life how do I do that <laughs> we want all the you, secrets <laughs> you get pregnant no. right, right that's one thing yeah so um so first of all is you've got to build a relationship with your womb, okay? Because the thing is that most of us live above our shoulders, right? Mm -hmm. Some of us live in our hearts as well. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like we're kind and we want to do all these good things and help all these people. But then what happens is we've been disconnected from the bottom half of our bodies. And when that disconnection happens, either we're living from the mind, which is always, you know, uh, how productive can yeah, you work, be? Work, what work, have work, you created? Work. Success, all of these things. Or you're moving from the heart, which is, you know, can also be very like, you know, it, it can be kind, but also not have boundaries. So mm -hmm. when we reconnect to our womb, actually, because it's such a powerful place that is rooted in the earth, what we create is now boundaries, you know, that we can still be in our heart, but it's backed by a power versus the other where it's just this flimsy sort of um wanting to help but sometimes even like helping people that don't really need the help or mm. don't want the help you know mm. um but when we connect to to our wombs and we learn about them well first of all it's educating ourselves about it right like how does my womb work because most of us don't even know what a reproductive system looks like right the names of you know of our parts a lot of us have never even looked at our vagina you know, because there's so much shame, shame. attached mm -hmm. to that. So it's really, what is my relationship right now to my lady parts? Like, how do I relate to it? Am I ashamed of it? Do I think it's ugly? Do you have a name? Do you have a, like, do you? Do I you, don't have a name. No? Okay. It's just Annabelle. Mm, okay. <laughs> That's how connected she is <laughs> with her entire is. self. It's right. I've got to own all of me. Okay. But uh, that's a good way to, a playful, you know, way to approach it because it is in the approach, right? So it's just really, and then having the courage to, to go against the grain because, I mean, you can't ask your mom these things. Right. Well, most of us can't. Um, but what you can do is you can start just researching it, learn about it. Like what is it? Because our sexuality is so powerful. That's why it's been misused and that's why it's been distorted. And that's why it's used to sell almost everything out there, right? By yeah. marketing people. So yet we, the ones that hold it, don't know how to use it. Right. You know, so, it, so that, that's what it's educate yourself and your lady parts, 
you know, know when you are ovulating, know when, you know, what your discharge looks like, what it tastes like, you know, like all of these things are important because you're building that relationship. And what happens is that you're, as you build this relationship, your body begins to open and it trusts you because we all have energetic bodies um, you know, whether obviously we can't see them, but you can feel them when you're around someone. Mm-hmm. So it, it, these energetic bodies, sometimes when we are not connected, they have blocks in them. Mm. And what happens is they can't radiate. And this is the difference between a woman who's really grounded and radiant walking down the street and a woman who's, uh, you know, in shame or just has all these blocks and all this discomfort. You could tell in the way they sway their hips. You know, because they're connected to something and and the room feels it. Right. Right. That's our magnetism. That's that's when women are shamed. Exactly. When they walk into a room like they own it. It's because I've also been around uh, uh, women. um, And I think back to being younger and when you're like, who does she think she is? Yes. Right. And it's like she thinks she's a woman who's amazing and powerful. And actually we should honor that rather than be intimidated by it and like try and shame her and shut her down and dim her light. Yeah. But what what does it do? It's because when you acknowledge someone else's power, you're you're see how you're not in your own. So if I'm not in my own and I'm not owning my shit, I don't want you to own yours because then that reminds me how silly I am. Right. Or how unworthy, because at the core of it. That's what it's about. Like, it's about us feeling like we're worthy of love because that at the core of it, that's what we want. Love. We want to be loved. We want to love. So when we see these things um, that reflects to us where we're in lack, that's where we hate, you know, and this is why also the whole sisterhood um, issue of like women are the most vicious hating of, of each other. Like, it's not even men because it's us. And yes, it's been perpetuated by the patriarchy. This is what we've been taught. But now today we are in an era where it's like, no, it does not have to be that story anymore. And I do not have to put her down so that I can be chosen or so that I can be special because we all are. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. I'm, I'm feeling that. Hallelujah. I, I know, it. right? That's like a two snaps and <laughs> yeah. a twist and a hairball <laughs> and all of that. Damn, girl. Um, I wanted to ask you something that has, I, I, I'm a, I'm a cancer and I am a true cancer. You're a, I'm a Jess, cancer. You're a cancer. Mm-hmm. You're a true cancer. Extremely emotional, very sensitive to like energies and feelings. And I do have always felt this, even as a little girl, I have a connection with the moon. I know when she's sad, I can feel when she's going through it. I feel like I flow. I know it's going to sound really weird, but like I flow with her and her cycles. And like the, you know, when it's like it's coming to a full moon, I'm like, ooh, I'm blossoming, girl. I'm coming. I'm shining. <laughs> and when it's like she's, you know, it's like she's having a moment because I'm having a moment and I can feel it. And I I try to journal, like a, a journal when in her cycles as well. Um, but talking about the moon, talking about cycles, and then talking about our reproductive system. Is that, is there a connection there? Is there, um, do you feel like there's something, I don't know, a conversation there that is worth pointing out? Well, absolutely. There, you know, the moon is actually what controls the ebb and flow of 
the earth's waters. And because we are made of 70% water, it also has a direct effect on us and not just on us on creatures animals uh, sentient beings this is why you have high tide low tide you know when the moon is full so there's definitely that connection there um there's a lot of traditions that speak of the moon as being um you know like they would give offerings to it and and all that and also charting your menstrual cycle to the moon uh, as the moon cycles uh because of the phases that it goes through a woman can also uh, do that uh, for myself and in my experience um, what what I don't really believe that because of now we're exposed to so much um, artificial lighting and mm-hmm. you know we don't live out in in the woods where you know we're just exposed to the natural light um, this is why our periods or our menstruation is really all over the place and so I don't believe in really connecting um, my cycle to the moon cycle, mm-hmm. um, but definitely it does have an influence in it. And also, I mean, this is where like things like the werewolves come and howl at the moon, at the full moon, you know, because it it shifts your hormones. So on a full moon, we are more likely to be more irritable or more mm. violent mm. <laughs> or more aggressive. You know, and- yeah, more aggressive. Why? Because of what it's doing to our bodies. So it is really important to just see like, oh, okay, maybe I am feeling a little bit crazy, you know, but it's like, es de donde viene la, la palabra lunática, mm. you know, because of the moon. Like lunática? The, lunática. Like lunatic. I never thought yeah. about that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's where it comes so from. Crazy. Right. Yeah. And so, so it's, it's, it does everything's interrelated and that's what's really amazing when you start to tap into this sort of wisdom is that you realize that nothing is by accident everything is interrelated and connected somehow and it affects us and the beauty of that is knowing that when you connect to that yourself you also know that that's a big part and contribution that you're giving the world not you're not just doing it for yourself mm-hmm. so right now what we're experiencing is mercury in retrograde in retrograde correct okay i am like the (laughs) i'm like the most complete novice when it comes like when yada was talking about i've always connected to the moon and i'm like hmm i don't know about all that i know right Right. Uh like for new year's we did a whole like uh ritual or Yarel brought sage and she sprayed us and we had our intention writing and it was beautiful and it was obviously the super moon because it was a full moon on the new on new year's eve um but it's all such a new world to me so can you explain for people like myself what's mercury in retrograde and how can we sort of harness this time to whether it's spring cleaning or what what is this what comes with this time period so mercury retrograde is really when um how the 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 planets travel it's when it goes backwards and that's why people are always like mercury's fucking up my shit or whatever yeah right? so there's <laughs> there's backwards. this like negative connotation right and and what happens is that it just it throws off the energetics mm-hmm. right um but what's also really important and and something that when we are in mercury retrograde it actually shines a light on all the things in our life that are not aligned to our highest self so if Mm. you know if you think like oh my gosh it's doing this or it's making me be snappy it's not about blaming it you know and and just putting it like it's not me it's the planets it's no it's you and the planets (laughs) are showing it to you (laughs) you know so it's really um 
And, and it also, you know, moves through, like, for example, this Mercury retrograde is going to be in Aries. And Aries is, is, a, is a time, like, it, it can be very, um, uh, it's a, it, it, it can be a very good time to actually not communicate, you know, because you're going to be very fiery. You're going to feel um, a little bit more sensitive about things that are said to you. So it's kind of like being on PMS, like the, <laughs> right before that, that's yeah. exactly what we're experiencing right now. So, so it's about going inward more so and seeing like, what do I want to create? What am I not happy that's, you know, happening in my life right now? And what are the changes that I need to make to bring that into alignment? So it, it, and you know, most of the year, about six months out of the year, we're actually in retrograde. So that's, so, you know, here, you know, pieces yeah. here, pieces there, but so it's really a way of kind of like, you know, the cosmos showing you like, Hey girl, look at your stuff. Like the, but a lot of people will, uh, blame it on that. And it just kind of, kind of use it as a pass, you know? Right. But actually what this time is really good for is sort of what you were telling us to do at the beginning, which is to go inward, to take time to get to know ourselves and to recognize what the universe is trying to call out about our habits or negative things that we're consuming that aren't fulfilling us. Yeah. And the thing is too, like right now, um, it, it's almost like we're not really catching a break, right? If if you are someone who's committed to being and living your highest self and to really birthing your potential, then you're going to be called out on your shit because that's what you're asking for. So a lot of times Ooh. we think like, Oof. oh, I want to manifest this and I want to do that. But then when the hard work comes, you're like, oh, why me? You know, like, I don't, I this don't was supposed to, to feel, feel good. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't see this part. But so it's, so it is really important. Like, um, in order for us to be in our power, we must always take radical self-responsibility for how Oof. we are showing up. Two snaps. Yes. I think that was three, but you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Dude, so. that's powerful because yes. there's so much, there, there's so much that you want to push away from about that. Yes. You really want the power without yeah. having to go through the pain. And exactly. it's, it's putting in the work. I mean, as much as I feel like it's in a lot of in a lot of the areas that we talk about, about embracing like our womanhood and and tapping into like our womb. It's and, and just like anything, uh, you know, meditation and yoga and taking care of yourself. It's we don't we forget it's like oh yeah we just want to get there but what about putting in the work of like going through no the the universe is calling you out on your shit yeah and you need to fix this and you need to work through this because that's what you want to go or want to happen for you to get there yeah so it's yeah it's and also like it's it's the part of like we want to birth and gestate and blah blah but we don't want the labor you know and this is the labor like your labor is those pains of having to look at the stuff that's not aligned having to look go of relationships that are toxic having to do the hard shit or the shadow work as i call it um because that's the stuff that's where we hold a lot of energy and when we're actually courageous enough to look at it it lets go And Mm. now we have a new source of energy. This is why a lot of times when you get out of a difficult situation that was so hard, so painful, but you're through it, all of a sudden you feel lighter. Yeah. That literally happened to me today. Well, that's because you've allowed that energy, like that density that was weighing you down to dissolve, to melt. And now it's like, ah, like a little bit more of you becomes alive. 
That's oh my beautiful. gosh. So this is a time for all of us and we speaking to you too, dear listener, to really allow ourselves to sort of sit with what's uncomfortable yes. and not try and ignore it and push past because there's rebirth at the on the other end of this or there's something that you're trying that you've been agonizing over or wanting but you just have to push through the hard stuff to get there yeah and there's there's the gift like it's it's so worth it because once you you know it's like um i i have a a, i had a a talk to a woman earlier today who was saying like well this is what i want and you know she's telling me everything she wants but then when it comes to doing what she needs to do to get there she doesn't want to because it's painful it's uncomfortable it's scary it's unknown but if when we choose to surrender that's why it's courage fearlessness is not not having fear it's actually having fear and doing it anyway because it's so worth what you're gonna get out of that like mm-hmm. what you're gonna get to experience so um one thing i love to use is like you can read a book about how to swim or you can actually go swimming. Right. And many of us like to read the books, right? Because we're like, oh, yeah. And then we feel like I know how to swim. But then you go swim and actually, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just the concept. But nothing beats experience. And really giving yourself to the experience of being alive. That's what it's about. And life cries, laughs, it hurts, and it's ecstatic. It's So it's all of that. And that's the embodiment of being in your power because you can handle emotional um, upheaval, but you're not overwhelmed by it mm-hmm. because most of the time we're overwhelmed because we don't know how to anchor that, how to connect to the earth, how to give it to the earth. Right. So is there something that we can leave everybody with, with like in this season, maybe there's three things that we can all do this weekend or, you know, at some point in this season to sort of really harness this energy that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. So you can, I would say, uh, well, you can uh, sit, you can go on a walk or just somewhere where Zen for you, you know, and the really, beach, yeah, the, the beach, the park, anywhere, whatever it's, yeah. in your car, sit there in the driveway, I don't know. And mm-hmm. just ask yourself, what is my relationship to my sexuality or to my womb or to my lady parts how do I relate to that and that's gonna bring up a feeling whether it is shame whether it is why are you even asking that whether you know whatever it is and then go journal about what came up for you Mm -hmm. because that will reveal a lot of how you relate to life okay um and then, so I would say start there because that's such an important thing. And then also like start looking at your symptoms. Like your body's always speaking to you. If you're, if you always have an upset stomach, if you're always having headaches, whatever it is that you're having, look at that because that's something that the body's trying to communicate to you that is not in alignment. And uh, third, I would say really take the time to see what's not working right now for you. Mm-hmm. So where do you feel that you're not in power or where do you feel like you're a victim? What area of your life do you feel helpless? Because that's the area where your power is being held hostage. Whew. Wow. 
I'm ready. Yeah. There's work to be done. <laughs> Lots of work. Um, last but not least, and I, I know you have a lot of um, events and you do a lot of work too with women, whether it's online, you have workshops, anything coming up that we can share with people? Uh, actually, yes, I do have a, uh, I'm going to do a five day free challenge and it's going to be all about uh, opening to receive. So one of the difficulties as women is that we're really good givers, but we don't know how to receive whether that's compliments, whether that's whatever it is, you know, we close off. And a lot of times this is what keeps us from love because we don't know how to receive true love. Mm. We think we do. So this is going to be five days where we dive into uh, sort of like some exercises and meditations to really open up that energetic body that needs to be nourished and that needs to receive nourishment. Okay. So I do have that coming up. And Where could we find information? For uh, well, on my Instagram or Facebook. Um, and my website's under construction. So okay. right now. What's your Instagram? It is Annabelle.Vizcarra. Um, and th that's V as in Victor, I, Z as in Zebra, C-A-R-R-A. Awesome. And we'll, we'll list all that yeah, on we'll our, that, on our so social that. too. So that yes. people can check you out because she's always dropping gems on Instagram and on Facebook. You also do videos and you do a lot of one on one coaching with with a lot of women. Right. Yes. Yes. So um, that's that's and powerful. a lot of good stuff coming up. So okay. I, yeah, can feel it. I can feel it. I can. Yeah. There's it. a lot being birthed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is hopefully that season where. I'm trying to birth things. Yarel is. I know yes. I feel like so many of the women that connect with us um, on our social, they're, they're hustlers, they're go-getters. And I think that in this space, we're always trying to achieve something. That's why I really connect with what you're saying about like we live in our head because so much of society is about success and metrics and how you show up in front of the world that if you aren't this superstar sensation, people are like, who are you? And, and you start to believe that too. And so this idea of going internally and being, and, and showing up for yourself is like, you can know the goddess that you are. Yeah. Yes. And it's like that, that quality time with yourself, right? You do that with your kids. You do that with your dog. You do that with any relationship that you have and that you want to keep healthy. You have to have quality time. Yeah. So it's that same thing coming back and, and telling yourself like, you know what? You freaking rock. You're awesome. Oh, I just want like, to hug myself. I don't, you know, know. <laughs> and, and you know, it's, it's really important like that. We are our own biggest fan, right? Oh, that's Love so it. awesome. Annabel, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. This was amazing. And thank you to the listeners. Thank you for being, for inviting me over and having this conversation. Oh, yeah. No, we... We will invite you back. Any, yeah, there's so anytime. much. Yes. yes. <laughs> so much. And to everyone tuning in, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you will all try the three suggestions for this season, but also... I know that I'm all about like going inward and trying to do this time alone. And so we want to hear what your feedback is. If you try this, how it feels, if there's any tough lessons that you learned and things that you were able to accomplish, let us know. We'll definitely share that information with Annabelle for yeah. sure. And, and tapping into that, your womb, you know, really honoring. I think for me that that's something that I'm going to go and, and read and do my research and learn. And hopefully you're at home listening or wherever you're at 
listening can take, you know, some of the stuff that we talked about today and see maybe what touched you, what kind of sparked something in you and go in there and, and do your thing. Yeah. Hit us up and let us know how it goes. We are at Weight Holds Up Pod on Instagram and Facebook and Weight Holds Up Podcast at Gmail if you ever want to shoot us a message. And of course, please rate us on iTunes. We've got five stars. We've got five stars and we want to make sure that other people can find the podcast (laughs) and your rate helps people find out about us and you know, we can share this love that's going on yes thank you so much for listening thank you annabelle thank you Thanks. thank you so much Toodles. bye guys yeah.